Well, look, I think the Kuzmenko stuff, uh, I will say, I think people are getting way too up in arms about it. Um, I, I mean, I think they're getting justifiably up in arms about it. Like, it's... Yeah. Like I just... I, it's not... Yeah, yeah, make your point. Uh, I don't know. I think... I think you have to look at this team in context and not in a vacuum. You can't, you have to look at this team as like, oh, we have the worst owner in the NHL uh, up there with the worst owner in pro sports, like a, like a bottom five owner in pro sports. Yeah. Okay. This franchise is horribly run and has been for, I mean, the majority of its existence, but especially the last decade. So you can't go into it with expectations of like, yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. It would be fucking great if they sold high on Kuzmenko at his peak value and got prospects and picks. You you like you have to be realistic about it, and with this management, and you know I wasn't being realistic back there. That was pie in the sky positivity. Right? Yeah. But but uh, I think you you can't like you can't bring up the idea of them trading Kuzmenko for a first is like a realistic thing. Like it's just they're not going to do it ever. Like um, I I don't know. I still think they should be held to like a, a competent standard. Oh, and so. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that would be, but it's, I, I think I'm just at the point now where I've just like accepted it. And again, just yeah. ignore everything I said right before this, because this, <laughs> this completely cancels that out. But um, I, I mean, the buyout stuff, I think it's just, they're going to buy players out for the sake of buying players out. I think for yeah, sh- probably for like shaking money it. on other stupid shit. I mean, I don't gonna... know if they'll, or I think it's okay. I think my actual reason for buyouts would be shaking up the room probably. Right. Um, I guess, which is like that. Maybe there's there's some reasoning there that you could see because you know the room is is not great, obviously. But um, I just think the Kuzmego thing, like, you know, he's I, I'm I'm trying to obviously I'm I'm trying to be positive with it too, but like You're coping. I oh I'm absolutely coping, <laughs> but like I think legitimately, like realistically speaking, with this ownership group and this management team and this organization, that was the best case scenario move. Now, two years from now, when they sign him for eight years, obviously it's it's going to be yeah, bad, right? I mean, like, but, like, but you're you're coping, and I'm seething. I think is how exactly, uh, this is yeah, exactly. Which is a great combination. But I I think like you know this was the best case scenario because the contract is still tradable. People are going on about the, it's the less tradable. Team. Well, but people are going on about the twelve team no trade clause. But like six or seven of those teams are teams that like you would never trade him to anyway because they fucking suck, right? Like, obviously, you don't want to... You want to leave yourself as many options as possible. But, like, let's be realistic here. If you're trading him in the second year of his deal, like, when he's when he's heading to free agency or whatever, like, you're not trading him to, like... Like, Arizona is not trying to acquire him, right? Anaheim, like, those those bad teams which are presumably on that list... I mean, Anaheim might not be because they're in LA, but, um, like... I don't think I think the trade the no trade clause stuff uh, that concern is overblown. It's whatever a bit. it was, it was like, I mean, it's way harder to trade that contract now than it was to trade the one million. And I think oh, his his asset value has gone from like high to like negligible now. For sure. I mean, and the other I think, thing too is he's absolutely going to regress based on oh, how he's played so far this year. Is for sure very unsustainable shooting percentage. No, no question. But I still think if if it comes down to it, it's tradable. Again, the problem is this management group, this ownership group, has not shown the ability to like ever sell players. Right. Yeah. So um, it's probably a, that is definitely a moot point. I just think it's funny that the the signing of Kuzmenko has turned into like this Canucks monkey paw thing. 
where in the offseason you're kind of like doing victory laps like oh my god they got this player this is a big win for this management team and bear in mind this was like before besser and before garland or not before garland before Before miller miller were both re-signed and you're like well they promised him this power play time like surely that means that you know miller's out of here because uh where are they going to play him on the first unit power play you got brock in the net front etc and then yeah. I was very, I mean, after the Kuzmenko signing, I was very excited. And then they, like, then, then they re-sign like Bester. Like, okay, well this certainly signals that JT's out of here. If they're committing three years, 6.65 million to, to Brock Besser. And then they re-sign JT Miller. You're like, okay, well, Kuzmenko was great value this year. Maybe yeah. you can get a pick for it. And I'm like, nope, we're signing to a bridge deal two year 5.5. And then what yeah. happens if he performs well with PD over the next two years? This is exactly what you said earlier. They're gonna sign him for like five times eight, actually, and that's when the Cavs expected to go up again, which is why I think this is a smart signing for Kuzmenko. Oh, I think Kuzmenko made, like, gr- made a great call. Yeah, he's yeah. he's betting on himself and like assuming he maintains like a similar production over the next two I years. I don't, I don't think he's he gonna make drop a shit off. Load of money. 